0: Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. Unfortunately, we have lost another legend. Joseph Michael Dusty Hill of ZZ Top died at the age of 72. I almost saw ZZ Top. They were going to play the Jackson Rancheria Casino in Amador County in 2005. Unfortunately, I didn't go because my ride didn't feel like going. We didn't buy tickets anyway. ZZ Top, Hard Rock, Blues Rock. She's got legs. She knows how to use them. I think Keith Richards summed it up best when he inducted them into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Was it in 2004? But let's listen to Keith. Who very effervescently inducts. When Keith inducts you, he not only inducts you, (laughs) he performs an exorcism of musical sorts. Because he is Keith Richards. To induct ZZ Top into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen, Keith Richards.
1: I guess we all still have jobs. Okay. Uh, Sorry, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Um, Yeah. Uh, What's it all about? Uh, I guess we're talking about uh, consistency and longevity. Believe me, I know all about it. No notes, 10 bucks. Um, It's only rock and roll. Um, Yeah, cool. Anyway, where was I? Oh, consistency and longevity. Right, which means uh, who can do it good longest? We all know about that, ladies, right? And I'm going to talk to you a little bit, you know, about why I'm here, which is to you know, bring in a bunch of great guys. Which to me, uh, I mean, Texas, you know, you know, the the heart of the matter is rock and roll and the blues. We have to talk about the blues here because we cannot leave it out, right? Without it, we're nowhere. And these cats are steeped in the blues. So am i uh, i've steeped in several other things as well <laughs> there's neither here nor there you know bit of bing bit of bang bit a um but i'm you know it's rock and roll is a win we just had the dells on i mean what a pleasure you know a prince for kicking it off dynamite you know jackson what a variety what a Expression of music has come out of us all and without getting too deep because I'm not going to go into the spiritual. Oh, by the way, thanks to all your mothers. That's that right? Um, anybody else I missed uh, And what I want to say is about the guys that I'm going to bring on you know, this is a solid band This is the heartbeat Of the whole country, the whole of rock and roll. This is roots. These cats know their blues, and they know how to dress it up. When I first saw them, I thought, "I hope these guys are not on the run because that disguise is not going to work, man." (laughs) You're busted! uh... But obviously, they're still on the run, and the the frame held. And uh, so, it's, it's really my honor, my joy, to bring on.
0: ZZ Top And so that was in 2004 When Mr. Keith Richards Inducted ZZ Top And here's ZZ Top having the last word
2: Where's Dave Matthews The, the devil that you saw was You left it behind back there So we got plenty of that It's uh, really gratifying For us After spending 35 years together We still dig doing it it's uh, so gratifying to be here with so many splendid friends and associates, and uh, I, I, we're not going to keep this too long. We grew up with uh, AM radio. You had to do it in two minutes. Get the point over. <laughs> you know? But uh, we're just glad to be here. We're elated. This is frenetic. I feel great. And I'd say thank you, and I'm sure Frank and Dusty have a few. Yeah, i just just uh, like to thank any record company that had the uh, tenacity to sign us to a uh, deal. And uh, thanks to my mother, my brother Rocky, my wife, and uh, our manager for uh, the whole time, Bill Hamm. Yeah. All I have to say is that most of my life has been a pleasant surprise, and so is this. Thank you. Freddie's playing was influential and inspirational from the time we first heard that single, Hideaway. And even to this day, there's... Uh, nuances in the playing that he delivered for that fateful recording but the are marking 50 years together when I throw that number out 50
1: what do you make of that
2: I'm dumbfounded <laughs>
1: it's
2: longer than we've been married by a long shot The two guys with beards that would make Methuselah jealous, guitarist Billy Gibbons and bassist Dusty Hill, along with the clean-shaven drummer named, what else, Frank Beard. Really the only guy without a beard is Frank Frank Beard. Beard. Ah, Isn't that amazing? (laughs) They met in the summer of 1969 when they were all 20 at a long-gone club in Houston, now an outdoor public art space. We started on this very ground. It was a club called the Catacombs. It was a day that uh, Frank Beard, the man with no beard, yeah. he and I were gathered together to audition bass players. And about that time, Dusty strolled up, strapped on the guitar, and uh, I think we wound up playing one song for about three hours straight. <laughs> yeah, I, well, it went on and on, swear so where it went. The first thing we
0: needed... So I thought, let's just end there. What a, what a name, Dusty, Dusty, and they're from Texas. Oh yeah, I, I know about Texas. Trust me, I so I know some many of my good friends and family are they they've been in and out of Texas. Oh yeah, and then uh, we got to give a shout out to um Mr. Texas, whom every now and then he'll pop back in. He didn't listen to Z, he didn't listen to ZZ Top. I mean, I I could ask him. ZZ Top were truly the blues. Yeah, it was all about legs. She's, she knows how to use them, and I'm just looking for some tush. Oh, I love that song. But at the heart of it, it was blues. These guys were blues. Okay, from the first album. Debut album released in 1971, fifty years ago. To Rio Grande Mud, 1972, Tres Hombres, 1973, Fandango, 1975, Tejas, 1976, and th- these guys just they kept going. De Gulo, 1979. El Loco, 1981. Eliminator, 1983, which had this hit, Give Me All You Lovin', Got Me Under Pressure, Sharp Dress Man, TV Dinners, and She Got Legs. Oh, yeah. She knows how to use them. MTV knew how to use that video. After Burner, 1985, The Six Pack. Nineteen eighty-seven, Recycler, nineteen ninety, 1990. Antenna, nineteen ninety-four. We're just gonna keep going. One foot in the blues, nineteen ninety-four. Remifene, nineteen ninety-six. Triple X, nineteen ninety-nine. Mescalero, two thousand and three. Chrome, Chrome Smoke and BBQ, which was a box set, 2003. Rancho Tex- uh, Texiano, the very best of ZZ Top, 2004. Live from Texas, 2008. Double Live, 1980, 2008, 2009. La Fut- Futra, 2012. And that's it. What a group of gentlemen, fine, fine, sharp dressed men right there. And we're going to talk about film later on. But you, you, you can't, you can't, you can't go and just do a podcast and not talk about Dusty Hill and his impact. And also, I want to, I want to, I'm, I'm happy that Bob Odenkirk is doing well. If you watch Breaking Bad like I did. Well, you know about... This This is before you better call Sal. This is when he was just the lawyer that he hired. (laughs) And then Bob Odenkirk wrote for Saturday Night Live along with Conan O'Brien. So I want to give him some love. We need comedians. We, We need comedians and we need musicians. We need everybody in the mix. Dusty. I'm sorry I didn't get to be... Within your presence in 2005 at the Rancheria, where I usually go to gamble, to see you play that song, Tush. Oh, yeah. I remember my friend said, you don't seem like you're into ZZ Top. I said, are you kidding me? I know that they come from the blues. And he gave me a high five and said, see, you know. I said, of course I know. If it weren't for Robert Johnson and them crossroads, the blues wouldn't be electrified like it is today. The mystery, the imagery ZZ Top had those Beards So when Keith Richards in his induction speech Talked about They better come up with some better disguises (laughs) Oh god Mm. The future of ZZ Top Is up in the air Truly is It's a sad thing Very sad here it is. On July 28, 2021, ZZ Top announced in a statement that Hill had died at his home in Houston at the age of 72. The band played their first show without him five days earlier at the Village Commons in New Lenox, Illinois. At this show, ZZ Top's longtime guitar tech... Uh, filled in for Hill who was unable to perform because of hip issues. Within hours after the announcement of Hill's death Gibbons confirmed that ZZ Top will continue as a band and that Francis will replace him declaring that the show must go on. Mm. I think he would want it that way. Blues, hard rock, cars, and beards. And the only guy in the band of ZZ Top who didn't even have a beard but his name was beard was frank beard so i want to give love and respect to billy gibbons frank beard and rest in peace dusty hill unpleasant dreams and i'll be back after this good evening as i promised at the doctor Zeus film podcast we just pay tribute to dust to hill here at the doctor Zeus film podcast we're going to talk briefly about william, william S. Burroughs, a man within the 2010 documentary about the legendary controversial godfather of punk writing this man was truly a fucking visionary and even al jorgensen of ministry has says that Williams William S. Burroughs' cut-ups inspired him to do it musically. And thus that's why the land of rape and honey sounds like cut ups.
2: Death smells. I mean death has a special smell. Over and above the smell of cyanide, cordite, blood carrying her burnt flesh. It's a gray smell. It stops the heart, cuts off the breath. smell of the empty body, smell of sealed hospitals and gangrene. Now, folks, if you'll just care to step this way, you are about to witness the complete all-American de-anxietized man. Burroughs achieved a great
1: deal more than being arguably the greatest writer
2: in the world in the second half of the 20th century. Burroughs' writings were quite revolutionary. He was one of the very few who had the balls to say, I'm queer. He was the first person that was famous for things he was supposed to hide. He was gay, he was a junkie, he didn't look handsome, shot his wife, he wrote poetry about assholes and heroin. Uh, he it was not easy to like
1: weights. He was somebody who appeared to be incredibly
2: sad to me. I hate to see a bright young man fuck up and get off on the wrong track.
0: Burroughs was a deconstructor of labels. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I can't even get the words out <laughs> And that is precisely
2: what I Describing a movie, a film, that I see in my mind as best I can in the words.
0: William seemed to have a connection with everything. He's like another kind of
2: Bible. It was thinking up something that wasn't even illegal yet. I got some junk. That's what scared people. I bring
1: not peace, but a sword. People who are prepared to risk sacrificing their freedom and their physical safety because of an idea are always dangerous to a society. William Burroughs' life as far as his relation
2: to uh, narcotics and opiates in particular and addiction to them, he was chipping around and off and on his whole life. Use of opium and our derivatives. It's junk. you got a real thrill out of handling firearms. This is better than shooting heroin. I mean, you, shot something else, and it went bang. He'd go have some cocktails with Fred, and then come out and say, See, I'm really, my hand is really steady now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a few but the will do that for you. When we slept together in bed, was there a loaded gun in a holster in the bed with us? Why, yes, there was a loaded gun in a holster in the bed with us. I want something to shoot.
1: thing he wrote in his journal, it was there's only love that's all there is and we said, oh thank God, he managed to get there before he passed away he finally managed to say that but it took him a lifetime before he could say out loud that love was part of an equation of existence
0: and so That is a taste of the 2010 documentary, William S. Burroughs, A Man Within. I thought, let's just play that and go from there. William S. Burroughs was... A part of me wishes he was still alive today. He'd be 120-something years old. Uh, But hey... 117 to be exact. William Seward Burroughs II, born February 5th, 1914, died August 2nd, 1997. He was also briefly known by the pen name William Lee. Burroughs created and exhibited thousands of paintings and other visual artworks, including his celebrated shotgun art. Oh my. <laughs> known for the book Junkie Naked Lunch the Nova trilogy cities of the red Knight. i always love that title the place of dead roads what a interesting original he didn't like being associated with the beat or well he did like being associated he but he wasn't a beat. That's what he would try. I guess he influenced them. He was known as the exterminator. Influenced Patty Smith. Remember Patty Smith writing about Johnny in the the song "Land." The you know uh, Johnny pushed him against the locker, and then suddenly Johnny gets the feeling she got that character from Johnny and the Wild Boys. William, She loved William S. Burroughs. And a lot of people did. And a lot of people were scared of him. But you know who wasn't scared of him? The grunge generation. There's pictures of him hanging out with Kurt Cobain. There's video of him hanging out with Al Jorgensen of Ministry. In fact, he is in Ministry's Just One Fix video. And then that clip that you heard of him said, I bring you not peace was at the end of U2's what was it The Last Night on Earth? He shot that right before he died. Oh I didn't know this. William Burroughs was played by Vigo Mortensen as the character Old Billy from Jack Kerouac's novel On the Road in the 2012 movie adaption of the novel On the Road. I didn't see that yet. okay it was a fictional character he was in commercials he was in Drugstore Cowboy with Matt Dillon oh yeah Drugstore Cowboy is an interesting film and also there were not a lot of really famous out there gay writers back then. William S. Burroughs, he took the cake and he fucked it. His books, his literary style, the cut-up period from the 1950s and 1960s. Experiment and subversion, mid-1960s, 1970s, the Red Knight Trilogy. The book Cities of the Red Knight, The Place of the Dead Rose, and the Western Lands came from Burroughs in a final, mature stage, creating a complete mythology. Burroughs also produced numerous essays and large body of autobiographical material, including a book with a detailed account of his own dreams. Now that is fascinating to me. And so, I encourage you to watch A Man Within. William S. Burroughs. Here's Burroughs talking about Kerouac. You know him and Kerouac had an interest. I think also he was attracted to Kerouac. Who 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 was not attracted to Kerouac? He started a, a cultural
2: revolution of unprecedented worldwide uh, extent. Yeah, he didn't even, he didn't acknowledge it. Well, he didn't acknowledge it, but uh, he was one of the people instrumental in starting it. Oh, I mean, in what sense? Well, the whole beat movement, well, what which, uh, which uh, has become a worldwide cultural revolution of absolutely unprecedented, there's never been anything like it before, penetrating the Arab countries, uh, which is really a hermetic society. And then their affiliation with the political activists, all that that uh, that went on in the 60s. Although the Beats were originally non-political, others who were political were really following the Beat movement to its logical conclusion.
0: So that's Burroughs talking about Kerouac. He was friends with Allen Ginsberg. I mean, William S. Burroughs was crazy. But there's some beautiful poetry in that. And before we go. Man Within. I always like to give information so that you can watch these documentaries. Because it's important. It's important whether you want to check it out or not. All right. Directed by Yoni Le, or how do you say his name? I want to say it right. Here we go. Yoni Lizer. Yoni Lizer came out in 2010. It is available free on Pluto TV, Amazon Prime, Apple TV to rent, and Tubi. So it's also on Independent Lens, PBS. As always, unpleasant dreams, motherfuckers.